Welcome to the Breaking 90 podcast, where we talk about all things sustainable fat loss. We take people on 90-day journeys to creating fat loss forever. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoy the episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Breaking 90 podcast. I am your host, Alex Harriman. This is my co-host, Jerrica Rydell, and we are the coaches of Breaking 90 Fitness. Thanks for listening. Hey Alex, how's it going? Good, good. How's your day going? Pretty good. Um, I have something to tell you about a dog. Okay. <laughs> so I have I, two dogs. <laughs> yeah, so now I live with a dog and I've never in my life have lived with a dog before. Oh really? So this is very exciting. Yeah, so now I feel like a little dog mom and it's insane the amount of steps I take now that I live with a dog. Are you walking the dog? sometimes but even then it's just like going outside to throw the toy and bring dog in this and that like it's constant constant back and forth I've never I never understood what it was like having a dog I think a kid is like a, a dog multiplied and then <laughs> I'm not ready for that yet <laughs> um what, what what kind of dog are we talking big or small uh German Shepherd uh collie mix oh yeah that's that's an active well, dog for sure eight months but gonna be a big dog cool Cool. It's a lot of fun. I'm surprised that you've, you've never had a dog. It's a lot of fun. I am a pet animal freak and I can't believe my mom's not. So I'm so excited about it, but yeah, it's mind blowing how busy they are. The, the one thing I've noticed, um, cause we've always had dogs is, um, so uh, we have two dogs right now. We have a lab ace. He's, uh, 13 and our Husky Macy, which we got her from a rescue. She's like eight. Um, I used to take them to like dog parks and hikes all the mm-hmm. time. And then when Emerson was born, I was like, oh man, I feel so bad because they just got so much less activity. So that that's one thing that I noticed that's really hard because like you said, they, they, they require a ton of energy. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm obsessed with like training and doing tricks. And now it's just like my new obsession. Cool. <laughs> that's awesome. fun. Yep. Right on. What, uh, what topic do you have for us today? Today, I want to talk about um, ways we can track progress. Okay. I think people get so caught up with maybe just the scale. Um, And I think we should bring light to like so many other, other different ways that we can, we can look at that. Cool. I like it. I do have a list. Okay. But you can obviously chime in as we go. Let's, uh, let's run it like the last uh, time we did an episode like this. So if you want to, if you want to tear through your list and I can, I can add value where I see fit. Um, I guess, do you want, do you want me just to give you the first one that comes to my mind? Yeah. I think, uh, I think it's really tough for some people to measure progress in certain ways without um, getting discouraged. So I would say that the one that I think is really important for everybody to do that helps with that getting discouraged is progress pictures. I I think that's a huge one. And a lot of people refuse to take the progress pictures (laughs) because they hate where they're at when they start their journey. Put the truth. Go ahead. I say you'll be so glad you did. (laughs) Yeah. The truth of the matter is like 90 days from now, you're not going to care what those pictures looked like if your new pictures blow them out of the park. Right. 
So that's, I tell it to everybody when they start a journey with us, you have to take progress pictures. I don't care if you share them with anybody ever, but for mm-hmm. your own self, you need those pictures. So please, please go take them. Tell me once you've taken them and don't lie to me. <laughs> yep. No, it's so true. And I think um, seeing it, us humans are such visual, most of us, a lot of us are visual learners, right? And, and seeing it firsthand, um, in front of you is it's definitely a it brings light to the situation in, in a whole different way and and i was just spe- speaking to somebody about this today actually so they're saying they didn't see huge change from their progress pictures one month to the next and i often see this actually so i guess my advice would be don't take them too too often too often you're not yeah unless unless you can just use it strictly for data and not let it get to your head, in which case it's fine, but that's hard not to do. Mm -hmm. Um, What I often notice if you have somebody take progress pictures month after month after month, as they get further and further on the journey, the, the progress does start to get a little bit slower, but you don't notice it say January to February, but you will notice it January to March. And, and it's interesting because January and February look almost identical but if you start comparing every other month, you see, you definitely see like, oh, look at your shoulders in this comparison. Look at your yeah. arms in this comparison. Small changes add up for sure. It is cool. So you've seen those slides before where people do them like every week. And, and as the slide transitions, you see all these little changes. But it's, um, I think it's a really important piece for people to have on their journey. Yep. I think another one that kind of goes with that in a way would be like that pair of jeans. You know, your clothing is such a great way because it's something that we wear every day. Um, and your clothing is such a good dictator of, do I fit in my, those jeans I want to fit in today or no? Okay. And three months from now, I'm maybe they're loose on me. That is so motivating um, in many different ways. It could be a shirt or wh- what have you, but um, I think that, that your favorite outfit is a great, a great way to determine that. A lot of people come to us or reach out to us like typically people reach out to us when they're like close to a breaking point or they're really frustrated Mm -hmm. they're ready to make some change um one breaking point or point that people often get to is when their wardrobe almost doesn't fit them so they Mm -hmm. they won't wait quite to the point that it doesn't fit them but they're like oh my god like another pound and this isn't going to fit right and so it's really cool like you said that like when they start something is crazy tight and they know that they might have to go up to the next size and then like seeing them be like these are these are baggy these have yeah, never been exactly. baggy on me yeah, yeah uh that's that's super cool and with the clothes you can we can just be specific and say measurements right that's a great way to track progress um we always kind of emphasize when we're measuring making sure that either it's always the same person who's doing the measurements. Um, everyone does it a little bit different, right? Landmarks, a little bit different spots. Um, so if someone's doing them for you, make sure it's the same person or if you're doing your own um, and the same time of day, et cetera. Yeah, measurements are tough to do. I they mean, are tough. Even like as a coach taking measurements on clients, I have a hard time hitting the exact same spot. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple a couple piece of ad- pieces of advice are, um, either use like a measuring stick or or um, make marks on a wall somewhere say in your basement and stand next to that mm. so like you you have like little pencil marks on the wall you stand next to it that's where the tape measure is going around try yeah. to get it as consistent as possible so 
Um, the belly button is an easy landmark. Go right around the belly button. Um, putting I your, try to use those obvious ones as well. Yeah, putting your hands down on your thighs when you're standing up tall, put that's your hands down cool. right where that long finger hits the thigh. Mm -hmm. That's an easy one. Um, but but things like the bicep can be hard to do. Very if you miss a landmark by like a centimeter, it could change your measurement drastically. So um, I think with any measurement, whether it's progress pictures, uh, the scale, body measurements, we need to look at it as a trend, right? So don't, don't worry about what one measurement says to the measurement next month. Worry about how the trend over three, four, five yes. measurements is changing. Right. Because that, that starts to eliminate those variables where you might have just measured a wrong spot or maybe you flexed a little hard and almost broke the measuring tape. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Cool. That's a yeah. good one. What, awesome. uh, what else do you have? I think we're going to shift gears a little bit and I'm going to talk about pro tracking progress with, let's say, workouts. Let's say specifically workouts first. Consistency with your workouts. So it's not even, we're not going to necessarily talk about progress, tracking progress with weight loss, but progress in our routine, right? Um, maybe we started out as at one workout a week and that was difficult to do. Mm. And now all of a sudden we're doing three and we didn't even realize that this is part of our routine. Now that's a huge win yeah. and that's progress. Even if you're not seeing the progress in other, in other areas. Yeah, you're so right. Um, I think, I think consistency should be your biggest goal. And so we, it's, it's super measurable and we have 100% control over it. We, our body measurements, our progress pictures, our weight on the scale, we do not have control over what that number will be. Um, we can control the factors that get us there, the factors that are going to change that. But you can't tell me that you will be this weight by this date because you, you might retain water, something might come up, whatever, whatever it might be. You have 100% control over your consistency in the kitchen and your consistency with your exercise. So consistency goals are amazing and it's an awesome measurement of progress. Like you say, if you can, if you can improve your consistency, then that is, that's a huge marker of progress. Like you said, consistency with nutrition and with us at B90, we do our calendars and X's and O's and we can, we actually can see visually our consistency with nutrition. And I think that's also really important is to find a way to mark it down or, or to know, am I really being consistent in the kitchen? Because nutrition is definitely key. I talk to a lot of people who will say, I actually do pretty well with my nutrition. And I think, I think without measuring that you, you would be very surprised. Mm -hmm. um, I think a lot of people feel like they do really well and they probably do four, four days every week, five days, some weeks, and then one or two or three days, they're not so great, but they don't really realize, like we've talked about in the past, you go to a restaurant and you made a decent choice, but it was still probably double the calories you ate at home. And, mm -hmm. and all these, they're like, I, I eat really well. Like I do really well and make good choices, but without measuring that it's, it's impossible to just guess that for yourself. And if you aren't making progress, then there's, there's errors coming from somewhere. And like you said, when people say, I, I think my nutrition is quite good and then, but they're not, they're not tracking it in any way, shape or form. I think the big thing is, is the random handfuls of stuff 
that they yeah. forget that they that they took right and sips it's, of drinks and yeah, drink, little, cold drinks even <laughs> yep it, it adds up like they see a you know a couple of pretzels on the counter and this and that and their kids snacks or finishing their kids foods and, and, and that all adds up but because they're they're not looking at it as a meal mm. right they don't think it counts but in all reality it does sauces dressings and oils too yeah yeah um there's that saying we can't manage what we don't measure and it's it's so true right yeah um yeah cool i want to keep going well i just want to circle back quickly because i know we're doing um how, how we can measure progress and i think it's important that we talk about the scale quickly um i i know it's not our main i or i know it shouldn't be the end all and be all but i think it can be a useful tool um i i hate for anybody to become like scale obsessed if you want to call it that or to let a scale dictate your day and how you feel but i think it's important to understand why the scale changes so one thing that's unique about our program is that we actually ask people to weigh in as frequently as possible um i say that because if you miss a weigh-in here and there it's not a big deal but i like people to weigh in almost every day First thing in the morning, wake up on empty, weigh yourself. And if you start doing this at first, it, it becomes frustrating because you're like, I ate perfectly yesterday. My weight's up today. What the hell? But mm-hmm. over time, you start to get used to this and you start to see these trends and you start to see that, oh, your body's just going to retain water sometimes, regardless of, of if I've been good or if I've been bad, there's going to be times of water retention and the times where it's really good and i think if we can get over that day-to-day weigh-ins controlling you the scale can be very useful because what what we'll do with those if somebody gives us seven weigh-ins in a week and we take an average then no longer do those two or three days of water retention and those one or two days that are really low those days don't even matter anymore we're just looking at a weekly trend to see if you're making progress continuously and if if you are then the scale can be really useful as long as you don't step on that scale first thing in the morning see that it went up a pound and let it change your mindset for the day because that's the worst thing you could you could allow that scale to do because that that number on the scale says nothing about you who you are what kind of person you are don't don't let that number control you just use it for data and i know it's way easier to say that than to actually do it absolutely it's really tough at first for sure and we we understand that but that once you we do it so they learn right once you learn that okay so done now let me think let me let me reflect okay oh i had a real a lot of salt actually right before bed or i had a really high stress day or or i had a really really hard workout yesterday you start to make the connections with maybe that's why I'm a little bit up on the scale, mm-hmm. even though my nutrition was great, like you said, but my workout was really hard and, and work was really stressful. So I'm going to retain water. Yeah. And we did a whole podcast on basically, we talked about why we retain water alone and, and that can, we can go on and on about that. Yeah. So I think it's a really great lesson. And I love that we do get people to weigh in often because although it takes time, it's a, it's a great lesson to learn about why we see fluctuations and then, you know, seeing that downward trend, if that's our goal, then it's the bigger picture. Yeah. If you can focus just on your starting weight and your current weight, then it's like, okay, regardless of all the ups and downs in between, yeah. I have made this amount of progress and that it's awesome to see that. Um, I think, I think most people, when they start out with us and I tell them to weigh in daily, they're like, are you kidding me? 
Mm -hmm. I can't win daily. That's going to drive me insane. And then I think the people who do it and do it religiously after like a couple months of doing it, 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 they become much more desensitized to that scale. And I think we talk about it. We, we beat it into the ground in this program. We talk about it all the time. So I think it helps them as we teach them about water retention, why the scale changes. But I think, I think it does help people in the long run once they get used to it. Yeah. It helps them understand themselves and the way that they respond as well. So it's, it's awesome. Mm -hmm. All right. That's, that's the one that I didn't want to miss. I like it. I want to just, kind of circle back we talked about consistency with workouts um but even more specifically just getting stronger right yeah the huge progress with maybe i i am doing two workouts a week and i'm feeling good but now instead of eight reps of a lunge i'm easily doing 12 mm -hmm. and that's a really big win right because now I'm, I'm more functional i feel stronger and I'm, I'm gaining muscle mass so i think and that can bring so much I can bring confidence and energy and all these other things to the table, just being able to do more throughout totally. my day. Totally. And, and, and even like life, life things other than yeah. in the gym, like I don't get winded when I go up the stairs anymore. That's yeah. huge progress. Um, I can now run around with my grandkids that's way easier than I used to. Like that's yeah. massive progress. Way to go. I can walk my dog twice as far as I could like these, these are huge, huge markers of progress, right? Yeah. It's not always about those measurements and, and the scale. So that's a really big one. And then I noted confidence and energy levels in this one, but that can, that one can be on its own, yeah. right? Waking up, feeling like I have more energy or I'm not getting that two, three o'clock lull anymore, or, you know, I just feel better in my own skin. Those are all ways to track your progress feeling better is a huge one and it's such a broad term like you say to say feeling better but so often um somebody will hit a weight plateau and so maybe they've lost five pounds maybe they've lost 25 pounds but they hit this plateau where for like a week or maybe two weeks they're not really seeing changes on the scale and they'll be like i'm so frustrated that the scale's not moving and i'll ask i'll ask them how do you feel I feel amazing, but I just wish that scale would show it. Stop your sentence right there. I feel amazing. Like that's all that matters. <laughs> you, if you stay consistent, the rest will follow. The scale will follow along eventually. You'll break through that plateau if that's important to you. And if, if you want to keep grinding towards that goal, that, that will happen. But if you're feeling amazing in comparison to what you were feeling before, that is no progress on a scale progress picture body measurement can add up to that totally agree and what you said about plateaus i just want to make a note that like you said when people plateau well into their journey they've already lost even 5 10 15 pounds and now they're on a plateau that is still progress because mm. now your 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 body wants to plateau at a new low yeah and that's something to celebrate right like now i'm 10 pounds lighter and this is where my body is actually happy at sitting. This is, this is awesome because now it doesn't want to go back to that. True. So that's also progress. True. And that, that could be, that could go for your weight. That could go for um, your, your sleep, your nutrition, strength. Yeah. Uh, your strength. Yeah. You get stuck. You can't break through a new lift, but your, your new PR is significantly 20 more. pounds heavier than your old PR and right. you're stuck there. It's not really the same as being stuck say say you were 200 pounds when you started now you're 180 pounds well being stuck at 180 is a lot better than being stuck at 200 yeah. so 
Little celebrate wins. that. Exactly. Pat yourself on the back. You've 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 kicked ass to get there. <laughs> yep. Yep. Cool. That's okay. a really great point. I think that's most of all the ones I had. If you have any more. No, I love that. I'm glad that awesome. you mentioned the feelings because I think that's a big one. I, I, I get people mentioning that a lot. Like, I feel really good, but this isn't mm -hmm. as much as I'd like. And and our progress comes and goes in waves. Like, you're going to start feeling better one week. Your weight's going to improve one week. Your strength's going to improve one week. All progress doesn't happen at the same time. Progress isn't linear. It, it's, it's, it's up and down. There's peaks and valleys. That's normal. So, so celebrate each progress landmark along the way um and and this journey can be a lot more enjoyable than if, if you if you worry about the one factor that isn't changing for you so true i love it do you want to hit us with a kitchen tip yep um we we talked about salads the the, the advice i'm going to give for this one is is uh what i've been doing for salad dressings actually a lot of Go people ahead. um a lot we talked about sauces dressings oils and how they can add up really quickly for calories yeah. um one really low calorie dressing is just balsamic vinegar salt and pepper um i use it a lot a lot of people would add oil to that i won't just because the oil is going to add quite a few calories so yeah. if you're if you are a little if you're trying to save or budget your calories for something just doing the balsamic vinegar salt and pepper is like such a low calorie option you can even add lemon juice if you like um but that's that's one way to make salads taste good without um like you know it. 100 or 200 calories of dressing delicious cool um great topic tonight i'm glad that you i'm glad you picked that one up so thank you guys all for listening i hope you took something from this um if if you found it helpful make sure you share it with a friend uh make sure you let us know what you did enjoy of the episode and and also if you have any topics that you'd love to hear from us in the future um we appreciate you guys always listening and giving your feedback it's awesome hearing from you guys after the episodes so thank you once again and we'll see you next time